What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection Bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Welcome everybody back to the Domcast episode 6 and 6 is an appropriate number because if I haven't been in hell for the last 2, 3 days I would think, maybe 2 and a half days, I don't know where I've been bro, PC hell to be exact, don't worry, I ain't got the Rona out here, I'm not doing half as bad as a lot of people, but if you've been watching my Instagram stories or you know follow me on Twitter as you should, bro, I've been building pretty much a new pc i've pretty much been building a new pc i had to go ahead and upgrade because this pre-built that i bought two years ago was finally starting to show its age on my streams and that's that's a business expense so i tried to fix it i bought some new parts and long story short because i'm going to talk about it later i actually could use some help but long story short one of the ssds that i tried to migrate to the motherboard which had damn near everything it uh just didn't work it just didn't work one of the ssds did perfectly and the other one just which apparently you know whatever we're, we're gonna get into the details later just know i've been <laughs> i'm so happy to be doing something else other than fucking tinkering inside of a computer right now i feel like i've been doing grunt work this entire weekend and it's been miserable bro um i'm in the process of recovering a lot of data right now whatever we're here man we are here on the first podcast of the nba season and this is one of those times where i'm like man like i said there's probably going to be some weeks where I have two podcasts in a week, and I'm looking at my Microsoft Word document right now, and I'm like, maybe this should have been one of those, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Christmas and computer tech and all that, whatever. Yeah, I'll talk about I'll talk about the uh, computer shit a little bit later um, and ask a question, really, because if there's any tech wizards out there, I could use your help. Well, anyways, because of that, you didn't miss much this week. I really didn't create a ton of content between the holidays and having my computer open like like i've been doing open heart surgery or something i posted a play now online video on this channel i think i posted one or two yeah pretty much just one video on the main channel about steph curry because you know them narratives are already flying but thanks to damian lee last night his legacy has been saved <laughs> um so yeah those are pretty much the only two i didn't get to vod 2k this week i don't even know if i have yeah, see, I have to see what I have once this computer's put back together. I don't even know if I have what I rendered right now, so that's on hold for the moment. But uh, we're here. We're here. We're going to keep chugging along. I am doing the podcast off the Mac. I will probably, yeah, because of that, just to, on the topic of content, because I am pretty much working off the laptop for at least another day and a half or so, probably won't be any more streams this year, which is only two or three days. Maybe I'll, what's the, what is the date today? Today is the 28th. Okay, so 29th, yeah, it's possible I'll have a stream on the 30th, possible, you know, to wrap the year up, but uh, I have to see, because I have to, like, reset 
everything on my computer. I have to set up a lot of programs and shit. We'll see, but don't expect the stream. I'll say that. It, probably more videos on this channel. A lot of the stuff we've done over the last two months, I'll probably edit and put it on this channel. Uh, so less content. That go. Ahead. I don't even want to talk about that shit, man. That wraps up the content. I guess we're just gonna go ahead and jump straight into the NBA portion because there is a lot, man. How are y'all enjoying the season so far? We've got surprises. Of course, we've already got injuries. We've got drama. And we've had Christmas Day games. I guess I'll go ahead and start there. I don't know if I wrote down how disappointed I was in those, but I'm pretty sure you were too. Yeah, NBA Christmas Day, pretty much. Oh, yeah, by the way, hope y'all had good holidays. Hope y'all had a good Christmas and whatnot. This is also the last podcast of this year, obviously, because seven days from now, we will allegedly be in 2021. <clears throat> yeah, the Christmas Day games went just about as 2020, as you could expect. I didn't write down the full margins. But I think maybe one game finished under 20 points. All right, bro. Let me clip my throat real quick. This is pissing me the fuck off. Time out. <laughs> Great start to the last podcast of 2020. Mm-mm-mm. I start talking and shit just goes haywire. All right. Yeah. I think one game finished under 20 points. They were all massive disappointments aside from that. I don't even think I finished watching a couple of them. And, of course, the environment for Christmas Day game, it mostly felt dead because there was no crowd. The NBA has done a good job with their presentation, just as as pure basketball games. They've done a great job so far. Most arenas went ahead and took that advice and covered their seats. Thank God. I I hope the NBA made that a protocol because I was half depressed looking at the Blazers' red chairs and dead arena in the preseason. I was like, there's no way they're about to do this until May, man. (laughs) There's no way. And uh, so everybody covered their seats. The piped-in crowd noises sound a lot better than they did in the bubble. I guess they're paying more attention now. I don't don't know why, but they've got it down. But still, the environment, not really seeing people there, not really hearing the the Christmas sounds and all that. It it really, you know, you couldn't really recreate that same Christmas Day feel. And the matchups... Yeah, originally I wasn't that I wasn't really disappointed with the matchups. I was actually excited to see Pelicans Heat and of course Celtics Nets. I thought Luka versus LeBron was good. I don't really know if the matchups themselves were the problem. Of course they could have done better. Um I can't remember. Yeah, see, because they put the Mavericks against the Lakers knowing Chris Stapps wasn't gonna be there. And so far I think the Mavericks are struggling a little bit more than I thought they would without him. I guess watching them in the playoffs against uh the Clippers and do so well. I kind of thought they would be a bit better. It's early in the season, man. They only played three games, and they <laughs> they did wipe the Clippers off the face of the planet yesterday. Talk about that a little bit later. But it, after seeing KD basically be the KD, he is the Slim Reaper. He, I think we can declare him back. Uh, I think I would have appreciated Nets-Lakers probably a little bit more. Having the Warriors on a ton of Christmas Day games. By the way, I'm sorry if I sound a little bit different. I, my face is a bit closer to the mic today. Again, I'm using a different setup, so if you hear some extra noises, I'm sorry. I'm doing what I can. Um, yeah, the Warriors, they, they got wiped off the face of the planet twice on national TV, right? Yeah, so, you know, like in Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, those special attacks that, that zoom out on the planet and just show shit getting wiped out. Yeah, that's been the Warriors twice. And then they won one game against the Bulls on League Pass. So, <laughs> that's where the Warriors stand right now. Uh, but yeah, the, the Christmas Day games, man. I was... I was I was watching Dragon Ball Z Kai like in between and during some of the games because that's just how how bad they got. Definitely the most, definitely the least memorable Christmas Day I think in quite a while. I would have to go back and actually look, but this might have been the worst one. But at least we had basketball, right? I'm not complaining. I mean, I am, but <laughs> I am complaining. But uh, I, I'm happy that we have basketball. I'm watching every day. I'm watching tons of teams. I'm looking around the league, league pass games, NBA TV games. 
haven't had any watch parties, obviously, since before Christmas Day, and probably won't have any until uh, maybe if there's something on the 30th, but yeah, maybe maybe not until the beginning of next year. Okay, well, yeah, that's pretty much <coughs> my thoughts on the Christmas games. They sucked. Uh, the extensions. The extensions happened basically the day that I dropped the last podcast. And that's that, that sucked because they all happened in the evening. Obviously, I couldn't wait on them. I couldn't wait to do a podcast in the evening and try to drop it at midnight. I, I have my schedule. I stick to it. Fultz got his bag. Fultz got $50 million, and I'm happy for the guy, man. I'm happy for Markel Fultz. He is quickly becoming or quietly becoming one of the better comeback stories. Because for what was he? He was drafted with the other guys back in 2017, right? Yeah, back when I thought he was going to Boston. And given that uh, that was three years ago, it kind of felt like his career might be over, right? Uh, what's been going on and that weird thing where he just kind of forgot how to shoot. We didn't really have a good clue of the trajectory there. And so he's got his extension. And so far, he started this season, and the Magic have started this season pretty good. They are 3-0. and Of course, they played the Wizards twice, I believe. But still, Markel is averaging 20 and, and 4, I believe. And so it's good to just see him doing good because going from getting drafted as a top pick and then us hearing, hold on, he has a muscle thing where he he can't remember how to shoot or whatever it was. You're just like, well, damn, what does anybody even do about that? What does he do about that? So just to see him on the court in general doing well is a good thing. And I'm happy he got his money because that that could have went that could have went. It could have kept going left. It was already left. It could have kept going left. The Magic also extended Jonathan Isaac for 80 million. So we won't even get to see that. Of course, that was their best player, pretty much two way player uh, after some offensive development. We're probably going to be their star torn ACL. So we have no clue what the future looks like. But the Magic said, hey, we we have what we have right here. So we can't it's not like we we can't not pay him. Right. So they gave him his money. Uh, Luke Kennard got sixty four million dollars from the Clippers. That That does seem like a lot for him. But also you do end up wondering why the Pistons didn't even try to keep him especially with what's going on there right now why did they not keep him why did they not keep christian woods uh so we'll see what happens with the clippers they they looked good until yesterday but Kawhi wasn't playing if you weren't watching or it, it got by it got by you sergi baka he did one of those those dbz like charge up punches you know you know when buddy just like winds up and you see the fist start glowing and yeah actually it was an elbow and yeah he, he elbowed Kawhi leonard like that and his whole face moved and so Kawhi didn't play I hate to see little shit like that. As an NBA fan, I just like to see everyone playing. And it sucks when just freak accidents keep players out. Because it seems like the Clippers are trying to get a good rhythm. Trying to rebuild from the disappointment last year. And now you're missing Kawhi. Things like that kill momentum. That is very annoying. But we'll see when Kawhi is back. So it looks like (laughs) he's going to low manage one way or the goddamn other. Um, Hopefully they don't have any important TV games coming up soon. I think the Mavericks was probably an important TV game. Let me get some water real quick. Hmm. Ah, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, Lonzo didn't get extended. No extension for Lonzo. That just means that he'll be a restricted free agent. So it, it it's a great thing for the Pelicans, obviously. it's I can't remember which commentator was talking about them, but they were saying, like, hey, when you're a small market team, you have to you, – you can't afford to be wrong. And they're right. You can't afford to tie up millions of dollars in somebody that's not really, that's not really about it, you know? And so it doesn't mean they're going to lose Lonzo, but they do want to see more for him 
more from him before they commit more resources there as a small market team they just can't afford to tie up everything and then all of a sudden you're losing other guys and it sets you back a mistake like that could set you back many many years and Solonto's been improving but obviously I don't think he's where a lot of people thought he would be coming into the NBA even if you didn't believe LeVar's hype LeVar was trolling the whole time so I don't think anybody really believed his hype but I think we thought he would be a bit better than he is now so that's what's going on there John Collins sorry yeah, well, John Collins. Laurie Markinen did not get extended as well. Bulls, pretty much the, even though they're not really a small market, but same predicament. Don't want to tie up a lot in him. He needs to be a little bit more proven. The Bulls are, I think they are 0-3 right now, and two of those were nasty blowouts. Uh, yeah, John Collins didn't get one either, so he'll go on to be restricted, which I'm pretty, of course, they're going to end up paying him. They're going to end up keeping him. I think he's an important piece there with Trey Young. Uh, but OG Ananobi did. Congratulations to him. He got his money. Four years, $72 million extension. Player option for 2025. Jared Allen is going to go on and be a restricted free agent on the Nets. And yeah, that pretty much sums up the important ones there. Kawhi Leonard has talked about his option, which I feel like is an underrated storyline. It seems like it seems like something people really aren't discussing, but that's because Kawhi, it's just, he, he just doesn't partake in this media circus. So I think he's like, imagine that, right? Kawhi is legitimately one of the best players in the NBA. And he has a player option at the end of this year. His his duo star, his duo partner has already inked long term, but he hasn't. And he's probably going to completely avoid the circus. People aren't going to be questioning where's Kawhi going all year. Maybe not until the end, right? Maybe as we get closer to the end, but he's the only player that could be that good and avoid that circus. The same circus that Giannis was about to uh, embark on. But anyways, from his words, he said that if I'm healthy, the best decision is to decline the player option, but that doesn't mean I'm staying or leaving. And so, of course, that's a money-related decision. We have no clue where Kawhi is going or what he's going to do because the man won a championship in Toronto and left. Now he's where we thought he wanted to be because he, he left the championship team and he wanted to be in L.A. That's where he's from. And so now he's there, but who knows, right? I I, I would venture to say winning is kind of important to him because I don't think he was going to the Clippers unless he was assured that they could contend. Quotation marks around contend. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. <laughs> Um, yeah, it would be a massive L, obviously, if they lose Kawhi, because as y'all saw yesterday, I guess, <laughs> hey, y'all, I guess, I guess by some people's, uh, I guess by some people's standards for players, Kawhi is the GOAT now, right? Because with Kawhi, they beat the Lakers, and they were doing pretty well, and then they, then Kawhi sat, and they were down by 50 at the half. The score was 77 to 27. Now, I cut that game off very quickly, because again, I was in computer hell, so I was already halfway busy. My attention was already divided, and I had the Clippers game on, and the Clippers game was just pissing me off the, the same amount as the computer. I'm sitting here working, and I, every time I look at the, the score, it, it's just getting water and water, and I just cut the shit off, because it was clear that the Clippers were not going to be not, not going to contend, not going to be contending in that game at least. And so, I think they ended up losing by around forty or fifty. It, I, I don't know. Paul George says that no excuses, but <laughs> right, it's always that. Yeah, I, I don't want to make excuses, but yeah, no. Nah, um, he said that his their families, the Clippers families, all probably celebrated Christmas the day after Christmas because they were on the road on Christmas, and so that's just a tough part of that. And uh, yeah, if you don't want to be on the road on Christmas, the the uh, solution to that is to win and and not disappoint because then you probably don't end up on the road, especially if you're a championship team. Yeah, just putting it out there. Well, that happened. Whatever. It's a regular season game. People will remember it, but also people won't remember it. It makes sense if you don't think about it. Well, James Harden 
<laughs> it seems like we end up in the same place every week, right? Well, Mr. Harden actually did end up playing basketball for the Houston Rockets. He did. I've been proven wrong. Things were so wild and they were going so far left that I just assumed there was no way he put on a Rockets jersey and went out there with his teammates. I didn't think he would be in the same room as his teammates again. Yet, that is just the NBA being unnecessarily dramatic, going zero days without it. So, since we last spoke, my last rant was that if the Celtics, if the Celtics were pursuing Harden, I would be happy to have him. That was what I said on the podcast last week. And then this week happened and he started waddling some more. And then it started to make me think, you know what? This is cancerous behavior. This is cancerous behavior. The way that this is like Dennis Rodman without the without the colorful hair and shit. And I was I, I was looking like Marcus Smart is my favorite Celtic. I love Jalen Brown's development. And so if we, we're going to have to send them both away for Harden for a guy that is capable of wiling to the 10th power. And so on Twitter, I then got on a road. Yo, I'm not really interested anymore. And then Harden showed up for work. He dropped 44 and 17. So gracious of him to, to just show up to work finally and decide that he wanted to be a part of what was going on there. And he, well, at least that he was going to, not that he wanted to be a part of it, but that for the time being, he was going to be a part of it. Dropped a beastly offensive game. Of course, they ended up losing and he had the final turnover, but he did what Harden does. He did what he's been doing throughout these regular seasons and he basically put on a game to show anyone like me who was questioning that i I still fucking do this (laughs) i still do this so i'm gonna go party i am going to look out of shape i'm gonna be wherever i want to be for weeks at the start of the season then i'm gonna come by i'm still gonna do the exact same thing offensively and so i guess that's just a message to any team that might be questioning if they could be using the services of harden yeah, especially if he wants to be there, you probably can. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, the Celtics got just mauled by Brooklyn on Christmas Day. It was pretty tragic. Kyrie and KD just at a certain point decided the game was over, and so it was. Then we just lost to the Pacers the other night as well. Yeah, I got to talk about the Pacers a little bit, too. Um, And also, it was confirmed, actually, that the Celtics were, first of all, one of James Harden's trade destinations that he'd like to go. So I guess this is a place that he would want to be and that they've had exploratory talks. So I believe the exploratory talks span from the Celtics, the Nuggets and the Raptors. So, oh, yeah. And the Blazers were a trade destination that Harden would also like to go as well. So basically, he'd like to go to every team except the Utah Jazz. (laughs) Let me stop. Let me stop with the Utah slander. Um, Yeah, Harden would like to go to many teams and, and like to play in many places, not named Houston. So no clue what's going on now because he's actually playing. That's the new information in this saga is that he'd like to be traded everywhere, but he's playing now. John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins obviously are not because of contact tracing, tracing health and safety protocols. And so it was basically Harden and Christian Wood. Christian Wood, again, have no clue why the Pistons let him go for what they did, because it would be one thing if they let him go and then they made another move and you're like, oh, OK, that's why. But they just let him go just to just. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's been going on in Detroit since they traded Chauncey Billups. I, I don't I would not even pretend to know of him. Um, so, yeah, now Harden is playing. CJ McCollum, by the way, also dropped 44. So they had a, a Dawkins duel. I'll go ahead and admit that I was not really watching that game because I was watching the Kings and Suns. I love Suns. Uh, I love the idea of Chris Paul and the Suns. So I wanted to see how that's working out. And of course, also Tyrese, I'm watching pretty much all of his games. So I'm one of the 
few people watching or making sure I, I regularly watch King games, King's games that isn't a King's fan. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't and I didn't with the Rockets. I, I saw so many people were sitting. I didn't think that could be a good game. And then, <laughs> yeah, Harden goes and does that. I did catch up. I did catch up on the tape, though. I always catch up on tape of important games that I miss. Uh, yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any new guesstimations for you or anything with Harden. Where if he's if or when he's going to be traded? Because now that's a new thing that he's actually playing with the team. I didn't see that happening. I thought he was really on this. I'm forcing my way out of here one way or the goddamn other. He got cleared to play a lot quicker than I thought he was going to. This man just I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the fact that he already had the Rona, and apparently the reinfection rate is very very low for that and so they i guess they don't really see him as a i don't fucking know he's a superstar bro he's a superstar doing whatever he wants this is dennis Rodman 2.0 except without with way less actual antics because with dennis if he had social media i think you would actually be getting like live streams of his events of his off-court events that would have been something right um Back to my tweet. So, what do I think as a Celtics fan? Since we're actually in that talk, in those talks now. Well, let's see. Being it, rocking a hard place, right? I like what we have, and I love Jalen Brown's uh, where I see his career going. And of course, I got my favorite Celtics there, and Jason Tatum. We don't have Kimba right now, and we're in a conference with the Nets, who are clearly, clearly going to be a problem for years to come. Uh, KD is looking great and healthy. They did lose to the Hornets last night somehow, but still, just individually what you see on the court from those two guys, they look like they're going to be great. That Nets team is probably going to get better over time, and Harden is probably going to end up. I can't even say anymore he's going to end up in the East because now the Blazers are on that on that watch too, and if you're the Blazers and Damian Lillard has been playing there by himself for quite well, he hasn't been by himself, but he hasn't had an actual another superstar next to him. If they can make that work in a three-team trade, maybe he goes there, but it still seems like there's a high probability he ends up East, James Harden. It's also rocking a hard place, man. I don't like Harden's antics, but <laughs> you got to do what you got to do sometimes. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And uh, yeah, I still I think after the antics this week and then him showing up to play and him wanting to be in Boston, I think I kind of swung back to where I, to my original position of, hey, if you got to if 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 you got to do what you got to do to get an MVP type player, then you just kind of do it and you deal with the problems that may or may not come with it. That's that's why I am, man. I love my Celtics. I love my players, but bro, this guy does whatever the fuck he wants and is still the way he is. So <laughs> that's just kind of that. That's pretty much all the hard and talk I'm going to do this week, though, because uh, we just again we just don't really have a lot of new information with that. This might be this might turn into a, a long game thing where we don't see him traded for a month or maybe not even till the trade deadline. Or maybe not even at all because now he's on the court and he's playing. So then John Wall and Cousins are going to come back. And if that's the case, the Rockets are going to be a playoff team again, more than likely. Yeah, no, not even more than likely they will be. I didn't have the Rockets making the playoffs because I was heavily anticipating a James Harden trade. But if he doesn't get traded, that that's still that's a good team. And PJ Tucker's on the floor as well. So if they if they just suck it up and play for a while, then that is that is what it is. So yeah, that's that's James Harden's talk. Uh, we've done enough for that. By the way, uh, well. Yeah, just a couple of little notes surrounding that. The Nuggets did... The Rockets were targeting Michael Porter Jr. in a potential James Harden trade. Of fucking course they were. Michael Porter wants all the shots he can have anyways, or all the shots he can take anyway, so Houston would be perfect for him to go develop. Uh, So we'll see what happens. They've got options, and the Rockets are going to take this slow, it looks like. 
Yeah, see, I'm looking at my Microsoft Word document. This is another reason I didn't think he was going to play. There were there were reports that he had verbal conversation with teammates in practice and that he threw a ball in the direction of a rookie. I heard all that, plus his partying. I was like, damn, bro, we really about to trade for this guy? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then, yeah. This is the NBA for you, man. Tough decisions. <laughs> Tough decisions. I, I don't, you know, I, I went on the wild side for a second on Twitter. Um, yeah, okay, let's move on. Uh, I already told you about John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. They, of course, they had to forfeit that game. Well, not forfeit. That game had to be rescheduled in the OKC because of the contact tracing, which is interesting because the NBA did say there was going to be like fines and suspensions, and they were coming down hard on you if you were the reason that a game had to be uh, changed, basically. And because they said something about John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and a barber at their place or some shit like that. So, but there were no consequences. So I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what they're doing with any of this. Um, I have, a, I have my notes kind of jumbled this week. Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, I'll go ahead and go to that. So Spencer Dinwiddie, if you hadn't heard, because this is actually new information. This just came out this morning, about thirty minutes before I got on pod. He has a partially torn ACL. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie was a part. He averaged about twenty points a game last year in Kyrie and Katie's absence. Clearly a hooper, clearly a scorer. He was going to be a very part, very important part of that bench unit with Karis LeVert. And one of the main reasons probably that they could play Kyrie and KD off the floor at the same time, because I did notice that happening with the Nets. I thought that they were going to do one or the other. But so far, I don't know if I've seen Kyrie and KD. Uh, I don't know if I've seen one of them on the floor without the other yet. <clears throat> it could have happened, but. I even watched a lot of the Hornets game last night. Of course, I was multitasking, but it seems like in the rotation, they've been taken out at the same time and they have got a nice bench. They do have a they do have a nice bench, of course, against the Celtics. Karis LeVert comes out and looks like a starter, like the starter that he was last year. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a partially 20 sale is probably going to cost Dinwiddie the whole season. I'm pretty sure. I don't know the recovery timetable on it, but I don't think he's going to be back. And if he did come back here, yeah, I don't think he'd be 100 percent. This fucking sucks. Because for, for multiple reasons, obviously, I was looking at the Nets earlier and I was thinking with this bench unit, maybe you just don't really think about a Harden trade right now. Well, of course, you think about it. You always think about an MVP your, or MVP level player in a trade if you can. But also it would cost you pretty much all your depth. And I was looking at the depth going well, you have this, and then you can try to go figure out how you're going to integrate Harden into the offense with Kyrie and KD because that might be a, that might be it might be difficult to do. You know, I don't know how it's going to work out, but it might be difficult. And I was thinking maybe you just don't need to maybe maybe this season is going to continue, and you're going to find out you don't really need to venture with that. And so now Dinwiddie is, he was an important part of that. Now he's gone. I don't think Dinwiddie. I don't know. I never saw the trade packages. I'm not sure if Dinwiddie would have been that much part of a Rockets trade unless they could get his word that he was staying though because he's a free agent at the end of this year and so he's still going to be coveted it's a partially 20 ACL pretty sure he's going to be one of the top free agents this summer but yeah now he's not even of course he whatever happened before he can't be a part of any trade discussions now Uh, especially the free agent thing was one thing but now the injury that's dead and so that's interesting how that affects their team and their standings and trades. Of course, getting Harden now would have to probably require a third team because I don't even think they have enough without him. Um, but yeah, going going forward, that affects a lot because the Nets looked really nice. They lost, they dropped the game to the Hornets last night, but most of what we've seen from the Nets has looked really encouraging so far. And so this is a big blow to them. Depth, 
little things like this can change everything regardless of the players you have on your team just little cogs i think we saw that with the warriors a couple of years ago sometimes there's just a cog that turns loose and that changes everything that changes the whole trajectory this is probably still going to be really good this season obviously they're gonna have to make up the load somewhere else but this fucking this early bro we ain't even got through the <laughs> we ain't even got through december yet the season just started not even a week ago my goodness we are six days into this season and we already have a partially torn acl that is some shit for for a very important player at that so i'm sorry nets fans i know it seems like y'all can't have anything since when have nets oh, jason kidd i guess i don't know yeah it really it really feels like y'all just can't have shit up there in brooklyn but yeah we'll wait to see how that pans out we'll wait to see how that changes their rotation but at least Kyrie and Katie look great that kind of brings me to Kyrie Irving because I'm, I'm probably going to do I think one of my next videos how I did the Kevin Durant video the this is Kevin Durant's career story so far I think I'm probably going to do it for Kyrie as well <clears throat> I think he would be really interesting with that I'm sorry I keep clearing my throat in your ear I probably did that shit a hundred times this pod I'm sorry bro it's been a it's been a tough weekend <laughs> and uh yeah so i'm probably gonna do that Kyrie video and one of the things i'll probably make a point of talking about in there is how people would always say this bullshit to discredit him as a teammate and to discredit his talent we know why but dude, discrediting his talent by saying oh all he does is score oh he's just a high level scorer even if that was true right even if you underrate him as a facilitator or whatever even if all he did was score at an entirely game-changing level, people say that like that's not important. That's crazy, right? And I, I, that's the thought that kept going through my head during the Celtics game because the Celtics game was close, and then Kyrie just started attacking. And he started attacking. Of course, that opens up the floor for whoever else is on the uh, on the court with him, which in this case is KD, so he was going off as well. And I was like, bro, people really used to discredit this guy by saying that as if it doesn't make a world of difference when you have a player that can offensively take over a game. There's a reason there is not a ton of Rudy Gobert's out there where defense is, is their primary impact, and they get paid like that. Gobert is one of the rare guys we've seen with a super-duper contract basically just off a of defensive impact. Of course, he has a little bit of offense to him, but it's, it's far more defensive. There's a reason you can have scorers out here that don't impact the game defensively, but they can take that bitch over offensively, and they get the, they, they get the contracts. It's, of course, highlights and entertainment as well, but also because that is pretty much defense when championships but also very few teams in history like you go back down to the pistons and you look at them and say yeah that was that was they had some good offensive players but the strength of the defense was was the crazy thing and that was the story and a lot of other championship teams it's offense uh, but the defense is there too but it, it's not it, it's not always the overwhelming portion of that story and so yeah i was just watching Kyrie tick over that game and no one that's gonna happen many more times this season he looks very focused as does kd and i was just thinking bro i'm happy for him i'm happy for him people have always because Kyrie was my favorite player while he was here in boston uh, i've loved d rose and then Kyrie. i always thought he was the best ball handler in history then he came to boston and so he was my favorite player while he was here uh he bounced i don't really follow players so I still love watching him. It's just like he's not a Celtic anymore, so I'm necessary. I think I'm really a D Rose guy, but I, I'm not really a player guy, anyways, that much. But yeah, I I want to see him compete at a high level. If Boston's not there in the end, I'd love to see the Nets doing their thing. I'd love to see Kyrie doing his thing, and I'd love to see him be successful in this part of his career because, uh, of course, if he wins without LeBron and he wins with KD now, people are gonna say, oh, he had KD. But still, though, this is not a super team. The Nets are not a super team. This is a duo, and duos. 
in history most of the time are what it takes to win a championship so it's it's always two great it's always two great players or three or four <laughs> in this case too so yeah happy to see Kyrie doing his thing and uh yeah if you if your criticism of a player is that oh all he does is completely take over games offensively it's not a strong criticism <laughs> moving on um yeah I pretty I think I pretty much talked about the Nets uh, what I wanted uh, and said what I wanted about them this pod. Oh, yeah. Well, this is look, I don't really pay sports media talk that much attention. I really don't. Let me cut and paste this. This is in the wrong place. I don't really pay sports media talk that much attention in terms of like on actual on TV. I feel like a ton of it is trolling, especially when you come to like the skip aliases of the world. But then you did have Nick Wright. If you did see the Bucks game, of course, we did a watch party for that one. That's one of the few ones that we did a watch party for. Jason Tatum went off glass to win the game. It was a wild-ass shot. But Nick Wright said something along the lines of, because Giannis then missed free throws with four-tenths of a se- By the way, that was too predictable. Um, if you were in, if you were on Twitch with us watching that game, you saw my reaction as Giannis was at the free throw line. I called the end of the game while he was there because they were down two. There was four tenths, and I said, oh, okay, we won. Basically, I, I, I've never been more confident in anything in my life <laughs> than knowing that we won because I knew it was I, I knew he was going to miss it. First of all, he's, it's, it's kind of statistically, uh, and basketball-wise, I guess it's statistically likely. But also, for shooting is the one thing. It's the one thing Giannis knows that he doesn't do well. So knowing the game was on the line, I was like, yeah, this, this, is, too much for, this is too much for him to handle. It's going to miss. It didn't miss. And the it's, it's the same story. It's the same story. He had a good game that game, by the way. He he played great. But that it came down to him shooting. And we knew how that was going to go. Anyways, Nick Wright goes on to say some shit like, uh, missed free throws don't really matter. Tatum shots was an egregious miss. It was missed so badly that it went in. Giannis missed his free throw barely. Tatum missed by four feet. And... I don't know if it was him or someone else that said something about Giannis deserved to make the free throw. Look, first of all, on the Jason Tatum shot, he took Giannis to that spot by my count three times in that game. Maybe it was four, but I counted, I think, three times that he took him to that exact move. He made one of them, nothing but net. And so whether it was lucky or not, because, yes, while I was watching the game and I saw him shoot it, yeah, I I thought he airballed it. I thought it was about to hit the backboard, and I thought it was going to deflect the other way. I thought he wasn't going to touch the rim. Okay, so the shot was definitely fucking weird. And if you want to say there was luck involved, sure. But I don't think it was worth bringing up because at the end of the day, Tatum got where he wanted, and he got the shot that he wanted on the defensive player of the year. And he did it earlier in the game. He made it once. I think he missed it after that, but... Even as he was winding up, I knew where he was going because he had already done it a couple of times. And so there was and it's a it's a tough shot. So it's not like, oh, well, Giannis should have chased him away from it. Or that's a that, if that's the shot somebody's taking to win a game. I think you kind of I, I think you probably live with it because it is that's a very difficult shot. But it is a Tatum shot and it's one that he likes and it's one that he's taken and it's one that he's made. And so he did it and they won. And this whole thing about Giannis barely missed the free throw, da, 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 this was expected. This was expected. Giannis routinely, I don't want to say routinely, but Giannis and airballing free throws is a thing that we know. We know that happens. We know he airballs a couple of jumpers or three-pointers during a game. We know that happens. We know shooting is is a woe spot for him. That's it's a It, it hurts, bro. It hurts. It, it hurts to know because that's the only thing that holds him back from maybe being the best player in the NBA. If he had that, you, everyone could just go home, take the ball and go home. But you know that with him. 
And so you get to the free throws. I knew he was going to miss it. He did miss it. And so this whole thing about, oh, he, he deserved to make it or he barely, it doesn't matter. This is just what, this is what was expected. And it shouldn't really be from an MVP player, but that's, that's, that's what happened, fam. That's what we, we knew that's where it was going. And so I don't really know what, I don't really know what was to be gained by bringing that up, honestly. Um, except getting clicks and getting me to talk about it on my podcast. And now some of y'all are probably going to go check it out if you hadn't already. It goes viral on Twitter. I, I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. But if it's any, if it's any, uh, I don't, I don't know what word I'm looking for here. Tatum missed a similar shot against the Pacers and we lost. And the Pacers look pretty decent so far. They are 3-0, and and DeMontis Sabonis is averaging 24 points, 11 assists. Sorry. Oh, damn, there was a typo here. Okay, I'm going to assume this is 24 points, 11 rebounds a game. I just copy and pasted it. They put 11 assists and 7 assists. No, that has to be 11 rebounds. 7 assists, 57% shooting from the field, 44% from three Pacers, 3-0. and Wow. And uh, he was a part of that paul george trade wasn't he and they still have their pieces from the paul george trade meanwhile pg is in la and okc is totally rebuilding but they've got assets like crazy so of course that becomes the conversation because how many of y'all are actually watching pacer basketball don't lie if you're not a pacer fan <laughs> don't lie <laughs> um yeah the, the conversation of uh, immediately turns to wait ain't this the guy that got traded for paul george how is okc doing and okc they didn't they're not doing as bad as they could be in this situation considering they don't have paul george anymore they've got plenty of assets for the future i don't really know if that's a conversation that's really worth entertaining or worth having because we don't really know where they're going to wind up uh for the next couple of years they might do this whole thing with kd and westbrook again in terms of drafting a bunch of talent and then not being able to afford it and losing it who knows uh but yeah shout out to indiana y'all look nice i my predictions uh, in the Eastern Conference, I'm pretty sure I did not have them making the playoffs. Not because they aren't a good team, I fully acknowledge that, but because of how good the actual conference is. Of course, it's very early right now. It's only been three games. The Cavaliers are also 3-0. Colin Sexton looks good. The Magic are 3-0 also. So don't. if you've made any predictions or you know people who made any predictions, let's let the season play out, ladies and gents, please. <laughs> let's, let, let's watch things happen, and let's go forward from there. This first week is... This is where it is, right? The East looks re- it looks very, very weird right now. Um, yeah, a lot of things happened in the first week. Also, yeah, the other 40-point game this week I didn't even mention was John Morant. Shout out to him. Of course, they lost that game, so I guess it probably didn't have as much flair as people would have imagined. But he did have 44 points. He threw a lob to himself off the glass, but they lost to San Antonio. So, And I don't think they've won yet. Yeah, they played the Nets tonight, too. I don't want to say they can't win because the Nets just lost to the Hornets. But, yeah, they, they are at risk of starting 0-3. Jaron Jackson is apparently not playing, too. I did not know Jaron Jackson still wasn't playing. Yeah, he's not out there. That doesn't help. That doesn't help. Uh, I, I only knew because I watched part of the... I was in and out of the Grizzlies and Hawks game watching him and Trey go at it. And the Hawks won, but the Hawks also didn't have Rondo, Capella, Gallinari. Like, damn, that's why I was watching. <laughs> I was watching for Trey Young mostly, but I wanted to see this new look Hawks team that I believe is playoff worthy. And so they didn't have any of these guys. Um, so that happened. Uh, keep moving on. Well, there was actually some extensions and injuries I missed. I guess these happened at different. These happened at different times. Uh, I, I guess we'll talk about the Warriors a little bit because I did make a video about Steph Curry. Marquise Chris did suffer a broken leg and will miss the remainder of the season. That sucks. 
obviously it sucks. <laughs> That's not news. Uh, but the Warriors were already in a tough position. Draymond Green hasn't played yet. They are trying to integrate a bunch of new guys. Steph Curry is trying to get used to playing with people that don't that, that aren't on fully on the same page for the first time in a really long time. Yeah, and guys that don't really make shots. I think at a point, I don't know if this is right now, but at a point, Kelly Oubre was 0 of 31 on field goals that weren't dunks. So, yeah, that's happening. Wiggins also shooting like piss. Steph Curry, however, was the case study, of course, because people are watching him under a microscope. Allegedly, anyways. It might just be highlights. But people are watching him under a microscope to see how he does on an average team or a below average team now. And the thing with, with Chris is that as a big man, whether or not he was going to be a knockdown shooter, he was going to take shots from the three-point line, you know, pick and pops, uh, something to space the floor, something to try to keep the defense honest, even if you would leave him open and gladly help and try to keep Steph Curry from moving off ball or whatever you were going to do, just jam up the space. He was at least going to try to keep the defense honest. That's part of why he was there. Now with him gone, I guess Looney is going to be getting more of those minutes and Looney is not going to be stretching the floor at all. You can let him sit out there all day. You don't have to get a hand up or anything. He's a blessing. It's a blessing if he shoots. And so that's just one more element to make life tougher for the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry last night, you know what's funny? I watched the game and I did not even bother to see what Steph Curry finished with. Let me check that real quick because his first two games were piss poor. They won by one point last night off of a Damian Lee. I don't want to call it a prayer. It was actually a pretty decent look, but he went under the screen. Ah, there we go. Yes, Sir Stephen Curry played 36 minutes last night and had 36 points. I did not realize that. Wow, people are so quiet because he was he was shitting the bed the first two and people were were ready. They were out with knives. That's what that's what the whole video was about. About the narratives about the fly. And he comes out last night with 36 and 6. He shoots 11 of 25 and 5 of 15 from 3. So still not like a Steph shooting night, but good enough to help get them to the win. Some very important buckets. Uh, Wiggins also had 19 and 9. And Wiggins, we trust, 6 to 15. All right, it's it's improvement. It's moving in the right direction. 2 of 3 from 3. <laughs> it's moving in the right direction, man. Um. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection Bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Yeah, I too am watching the Warriors heavily this season also just because i'm curious as well i really want to see wiseman wiseman is going to be nice bro by the way wise pick by golden state yeah the reason look it's not even just based off of a couple of games the reason we say wiseman is going to be nice is because you have to look what he's doing relative to what uh he to what time he's had to get ready and so last night wasn't a great game for him. But if you just look at him on the floor, some of the moves he makes, what he's actually capable of, he is already shooting the ball, so that's really good. When you look at Wiseman and you say you don't have a regular training camp, because you that that was the interesting thing uh, about seeing these players get drafted is they get drafted and they just went right into the fire. No summer league. He hadn't played basketball since last November, actual organized basketball and games. And so all of that, he just he just missed pretty much all of that. He had COVID before this season as well, so I don't think he had training camp at all, did he? And then he just jumped straight into an NBA game. And so it's going to take him a while to probably get 
his game together. It's probably going to take him a while to get where we know he can or where we think he can be. But for his first two games, some of the moves he's made and some of what he's capable of look really nice. And so you're saying when you put this together in like a full season and whatnot, this was probably a really good pick for Golden State. And it makes you remember what they were actually supposed to be because before all the injuries and bullshit, their starting lineup was supposed to be Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Dre, and Wiseman. And so, obviously, that's a lot better than some of the lineups they're putting out because they're they you minus Clay and Dre right now. Who knows when Dre is coming back? And yeah, that's what that's how you get what you've got so far. And so, I'm glad to see Steph had a good game last night. I am rooting for his success. I'm pretty sure some people probably watched my last video and saw the title or saw the beginning of the video, maybe didn't even finish it and probably started commenting. I don't know because honestly, these days I just be posting videos, I say what I have to say, and I move on. I'm not arguing with niggas, but uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I was actually, the point of that video was to show, like, what people are actually going to be saying and then what's actually going on. Because Steph, the reality is, people know Steph's game plan and with the roster that they have, it's very, like, the, the specific example last night in the Chicago game, I think it was near the end. And Steph was looking for a shot and they dead ass guarded him with two people. Not just, not a, not a standard double team, not a come all the way up and try to get the ball out of his hands double team. No, they had two people playing defense on him in defensive stance. That shit was hilarious. That Not a double team, just two people just there playing defense until he, he had to give the ball up. And that's the type of coverage he's going to be seeing pretty much the entire year. And of course, this is where people immediately fucking hardened pages with these damn uh, Twitter profiles that have hardened as their profile picture. Always got to come out, man always get some of them are cool don't worry i ain't talking about all y'all some of y'all are actually cool but anytime you post about stuff oh harden had to deal with this since he was born harden's been having to deal with this since he was in the womb nigga we get it and nobody's saying stuff is the only player that's ever seen this coverage <laughs> nobody's saying that but harden you also have to look at it and say a lot of the time harden has been playing in, with rosters even if you've seen this type of coverage he's been playing with rosters that make this very difficult with shooters with guys that spot up in the corner and make their shots it's a little bit different but that's not at all taking away what Harden has been able to do because, yeah, he's pretty much carried almost entire offenses in some seasons. So, yes, we, we get it, bro. We get it. They're damn near worse than LeBron fans with that what about us syndrome. Shit is crazy. But, yes, yeah, then you have LeBron is going to come up as well because of the rosters he's played with. Even though, again, LeBron's always nine times out of ten. I don't really know of many rosters where LeBron was not playing with shooters. Most of the time, he's had guys spreading the floor there as well. Like Kelly Uber and Wiggins is, is kind of out there, bro. <laughs> it's it's kind of out there. You go back and you look at 09 Cavs and you know, Mo Williams, Ante West, guys that are supposed to be knocking down shots or guys that for the regular season, at least at very least in the regular season, are knocking down shots. They didn't end up with that record for nothing. LeBron scored, but a lot of other people scored as well during the regular season. Regular season, of course, in the playoffs, different story. But, uh, yeah, like Oubre, I don't even know if he's made a shot as we speak yet. But it's early in the season, bro. It's early in the season. It's it's fun to make, it's fun to to, to meme and shit like that. But it's three games. I just want to see how it goes. I want to get Dre on the floor and see how that works because he is one of those guys that can instinctively do some things in the offense that might help Steph Curry out. But also, 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 one part I probably hadn't said in that video. Uh, but it became even more prominent last night. Yeah, Steph is also missing some gimme shots, though, which I think probably has to do a bit with him having been off for nine months because there was some in that Bulls game where it was like, damn, bro. Like, <laughs> they actually did get him some great looks from the corner. There was some way he was sitting wide open, just basically on an island by himself. And, yeah, he's, he has missed some gimmies over these games. So 
that's a part where I think over the course of the season, getting his legs back, getting you know back in game shape fully, because nothing nothing replaces actually playing in games. And so I think as it goes on, you will probably see him get a little bit better, at least in that respect. And uh, we'll see where the team as a whole goes. But uh, it's fascinating. So I'm going to continue to watch. Warriors basketball is very fascinating. And I know Clay is just itching to get back on the court. At least uh, looking at how some players have come back, though, it should be pretty encouraging. Well, some players, literally just KD. <laughs> uh, John Wallace had nothing but preseason yet, so I don't really know, and I haven't seen him play in a regular season. We haven't seen him play in an actual, actual, actual game yet, and we haven't seen him play in so many years that we have to see where he stands. But yes, Kevin Durant is Achilles is encouraging, encouragement, and I guess some of what we saw from John Wall in the preseason is encouragement for Clay, even though he's coming off of an ACL and an Achilles. Clay's game at the end of the day is spot up shooting mostly he was doing a little bit with the ball on the floor later in the Warriors in these last Warrior years but that's the biggest component of his game and then his defense I think that's the part that's going to be that's going to be a bit harder to get back or it's going to take a while to get back if he does but the silky smooth shooting uh that the Warriors des- desperately need I think it's encouraging looking at KD and uh seeing what Clay might be able to do one day when we see him again um, what have I not got through here? I believe there uh, we gave Sabonis some love. Uh, talking about KD, I think I would be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta give uh some love to Carl Anthony Towns. First of all, if you hadn't heard, I believe he has like a wrist dislocation, something along those lines. So we will not see Cat. He's kind of out indefinitely. They said he was going to be reevaluated weekly, so that sucks because I was interested in seeing how that whole thing works out with Russell and Anthony Edwards and him. I thought they were one of the player, one of the teams contending for the West, and something like this can derail that entire thing because the West, you really might miss the playoffs by like one game, or you might end up in a bad spot in the play because of one game, and so that's a shit situation. But basketball isn't even on a cat's mind fully probably right now. I really do just like wish the best for that guy and i hope that he has people in his circle just looking out for him all the time because you could just see it in his face how what this year has done to him and in the toll it's taken on him uh his mother was not all he lost he lost apparently a a a crazy number of family members due to covid and he even had like an interview where he said uh the cat that was here in april that guy is just not even here anymore it's like his soul has just been taken from him man and that shit is terrible because when you realize like obviously he's got his dream job but that, i can't even imagine being in an empty arena because his mom i'm pretty sure was at most of his games right or a lot of his games mom was a huge supporter they were very close regardless and so that empty arena playing in there was just sign of the times sign of the times in his life and uh, i just hope somebody's looking out for him just all the time because his, his mental health cannot be cannot be great right now and then an injury to slow him down this season as well, which who knows, maybe he doesn't really need to have basketball on his mind for a little bit until he get back right. Shout out to Cat, man. Blessings to Cat. Because that is just, I, I don't know how some people deal with certain situations. The, the shit is crazy. And uh, you hate to see somebody go through that because he, he looked genuinely hurt. Like you can see it on his face. He, he genuinely looked hurt. And so that's what's going on up there in Minnesota. We hope to see him back soon again. Um, and you know, to be honest with you, there's so much that, yeah, this is going to happen sometimes. Um, there's so much that happens throughout the season that I'm kind of just like skipping around or throughout a week. I'm just kind of skipping around and looking what to get to. The Bucks got throttled last night by the Knicks. Don't know how the hell that happened. Uh, I, I kind of lost interest in the Knicks as soon as I heard Obi Toppin strained his calf and he's not going to be back for a minute. They're going to be reevaluating him. 
So he had the Bucks lost last night. The Sixers, as yeah, Bucks lost to the Knicks, and Sixers got. Uh, damn, why is that? Why is that blinking? Who did the Sixers get beat by last night? It was somebody they were not supposed to get beat by. No, nah, you know, I'm gonna be frustrated until I figure this out. I'm sorry. I know it's not that important, but I'm gonna be mad until I figure. Cleveland, there you go. Oh, Cleveland's actually doing pretty good right now. Cleveland's actually doing pretty good. I know none of y'all don't lie. Ain't none of y'all watching Cavaliers games unless you're a Cavaliers fan right now. But they're off to a, a pretty good start. So. If you have League Pass, I would at least venture to give them uh, a, a little piece of your time, bro. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Same thing with the Magic. Cole Anthony, I think, is going to be really nice. Finally, I, I've been happy to not have to watch his training videos because that's all I was really watching. That's where he looked best. And he looks like it's going to anything in Orlando is a boost. I'm excited about it because that gives me reasons to go to games. If I see something budding down here, I, I'm not going to be a Magic fan again. Maybe, you know, break glass, break glass in case of emergency type shit, but... We have a really nice arena that's had almost no use since they built it, <laughs> except to see the opposing team. So, uh, Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, I, I'm getting a little bit excited. Like, I might have a reason to go sit in nosebleeds. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, yes, of course. I, I, I still have people coming in. Sometimes they don't know who I'm talking about when I say Reese. Yes, Reese, the NBA player, our friend that we stream with quite often doing well for the kings bro doing well for the kings i actually did not write that tweet down because i retweeted it and so i was like you know what when i get to this part of the pod i am just gonna pull it up on twitter and yeah reese last night in his game had 15 points in 27 minutes five or seven field goals three out of four three pointers six assists zero turnovers furthermore throughout the season he is averaging five assists and 0.3 turnovers throughout these three games while shooting 50 percent and 41 percent from three and 100% for free throw. Okay, so if you're not a Kings fan, you're not watching Kings games. Don't lie. All right, you know. All right, y'all don't have to lie and, and, and act like you're watching certain teams. I know you're not. It's okay. A lot of us, we got lives out here. I know, bro. I know. It's it's all right. Dog, well, it's House of Highlights now. I don't think Dawkins is around anymore, allegedly. Um. Anyways, so I am catching those games because it's cool. He's a, he's a friend, so it's cool to see how uh, how he's doing every night. And I'm going to say already through these three games, it seems like there's going to be teams that regret passing up on him because there's our teams that I think could have used him a bit more than the Kings. So if you are watching Kings games, a lot of the times he's being used as the off guard right now. He's being used as the off guard because, of course, they have De'Aaron Fox. They just paid him a crazy bag. So you've got that and you've got the vet that they bring off the bench a lot and Corey Joseph. So a lot of the times. Uh, most of the time, I think so far, Reese plays off ball. Uh, they have him in the corner a lot, spacing the floor, because as you can see so far in the stats, and if you're actually watching the games, he, he can shoot just like he did in college. Some people said the form wasn't going to work so far. It has throughout his entire basketball career. And uh, yeah, some teams are going to regret this because a lot of what he does, you can see would probably be maximized if he had the ball more. And so uh, he makes really, really good passes when he does get to create with the ball. The few times you do get to see him create, throwing some really nice lobs, throwing some really nice passes. He's uh, on the defensive end. Uh, obviously, he's he's probably going to gain weight throughout his career. But mostly, I think his best feature on defense right now is jumping passing lanes. Has a really good knack for, yeah, getting in there and telegraphing passes and uh, stealing. But, yeah, his his facilitating is the best part of his game, if you didn't know. And so being an off-ball guard, it's it might be a little bit difficult to show that. But, yeah, there's some teams that took guys in front of him 
that could really use a guard with the ball in their hands all the time being able to see the floor the way he does and I think over time they're gonna end up regretting that shit (laughs) they're gonna end up regretting it because even when he first got drafted my first thought was okay so he's gonna be playing obviously without the ball a lot because he's got uh, they they got De'Aaron Fox and they they just chose him for the future as their on-ball guard and so it'll be interesting to see what happens he's obviously going to be earning more minutes uh right now he doesn't start comes off the bench and uh this was a this was pretty much a steal pick for them this is what a lot of people said when he fell to them and at the moment it's it's looking that way and it'll be interesting to see if he does end up starting because that starting lineup at the moment i think they want they run uh fox healed barnes bagley and another I, i've actually forgotten how they go with the star but either way yeah they're probably gonna have to to start him i think they would have to end up playing small more than likely because i don't think harrison barnes is is coming off of that spot so we'll see we'll see but anyways yes even as an off-ball guard you can still see his facilitation so teams that needed an on-ball guard or yeah and you know chose someone else i think that will end up being something they regret but yeah he's doing good so far so yeah we we I don't think we streamed in quite a while. We played 2K the other night, but we did not stream because I was about to take my PC apart. Uh, yeah, but we'll bring him back to stream, and y'all can see what's up sometime soon. Um, Wow, am I done with the NBA this week? We're almost at an hour. I already mentioned the Clippers blowout. Yep, and Chris. Oh, yeah, Shooter also turned down the Lakers' offer to extend his contract. They offered him two years, $33 million. He wants something more, so... We'll see what happens there. The Lakers lost an opening night, but the opening night game felt kind of, it felt kind of like, first of all, Paul George fucking hooped and the Lakers opted to keep Kuzma on him for a bit too long. He he was cooking, like he was cooking with grease, bro. That shit was crazy. And uh, LeBron ended up twisting his ankle, I believe. And so at that point it was kind of like, okay, he twisted his ankle and I think Caldwell Pope hurt his calf and kind of seemed like the Lakers conceded. They took LeBron out. I don't think he played again. The Clippers were winning anyways, but, and they were in control of the entire game. Uh, We just didn't really get to see the finish and who cares about opening night. I mean, it was nice to see the Clippers go out to a good start, but also that making any determinations off opening night, obviously at this point, (laughs) I mean, what did we just see? Right. It hasn't even been a couple of months yet. Uh, So yeah, that was opening night. Yeah, the Nets and Warriors was also opening night. Shit was terrible. Uh, talk to y'all about James Harden. Yeah, it looks like that might be it for the NBA section this week. If I don't get to your team or your player in detail, it's a long season, so I'm not trying to talk about everybody in every little detail at once. But a lot of people ask stuff in the question section that I end up talking about during these anyways, or I kind of use those as a guide sometimes. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be getting the teams that I didn't get to see as much because obviously the, the way I don't know how y'all watch basketball. But for me, I try to avoid watching multiple games at the same time attentively because some people will sit with like multiple screens open and and switch back and forth. I hate watching games like that. Like, fam, I'm human. All right. I'm human. I'm paying attention. I'm into one game. I'm into the flow of one game. And I look at the other and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't miss this important play. I hate that. Sometimes I'll keep them on the same screen. Like last night, I kept the Warriors, Bulls and the Hornets and Nets on. But I was really choosing which one to watch. I don't like to do the, the snake eye thing. Um, but yeah, so because of that, I pick what to focus in on in a week. And then I try to get to other teams throughout the week. So I'll be trying to get to a couple of the a couple more Cavs games. All right. <laughs> who's 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 ever started their week and said, yeah, I must see some since LeBron left since or before LeBron was there since LeBron left. Who's ever started their week with? Yeah, I think we'll watch some Cavs games. No, I want to see what's going on there. I want to see what's going on there because it's early, but maybe they'll end up being a nice surprise. Who knows? It's only three. and zero, so I just want to see. That's all. 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Wizards, by the way. It, I found it interesting that apparently Westbrook didn't play last night. Now, that's interesting because, again, the East is going gonna, is gonna to be a tough one. It's going to be tough to make the playoffs. And the Wizards, I think, are going to be one of those teams kind of at the bottom. So to see him missing any games or doing load management, I mean, I get it. You want to keep him healthy, but shit. <laughs> he looks like he might be averaging a triple-double this year. I think he's had a triple-double in both his games so far. Um, yeah, I hope I hope he doesn't sit out too many games because the Wizards would just Bradley Beal for like half the games this season or a third of the games this season. So I don't know if that's going to cut it. Anyways, yeah, we'll be taking a look at that. Taking a look at what happens with the Rockets since I apparently Harden is playing basketball now because I didn't plan on watching any Rockets games and he's he's playing. I was gonna just I was just gonna catch House of Highlights for the Rockets, but I guess that's the thing now. And uh, yeah, we will continue. Maybe there'll be a second podcast this week, but I think that's the I think that's it for the NBA section for now. If you have a team or a player that you want me to talk about more or what whatever, just send it to the DM. I'm likely paying attention anyways, but if there's something that I need to write down to make sure I get to in a week, my DMs are always open, even if you don't see that I've read your DM because sometimes I do that I do that secret read where you don't accept it so they don't know you read it, you know. I don't know why I just gave away that game. Um, do I really have anything to say about games and media this week? <sighs> not much, not much. I was going to go on a rant about on-ball defense in 2K, but I feel like I've gone on that rant before. Why should I? Somebody came in Somebody came in while we were playing the other day and tried to say that shit like a gotcha statement. We weren't even playing 2K. I think we were just chilling or watching the game, and somebody said, you're an off-baller in 2K. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Like that, go, like that Goten meme, that Goten and Gohan meme, where uh, I think Goten catches the punches, like this you, and buddy, it catches the punches, like yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they said it like a gotcha statement. I was like, I don't. First of all, I don't, I don't really care about pride in a video game I, I, to a certain extent. I wouldn't play with the 2017 Warriors, but um, the other thing is in 2K, I I play off ball and on ball. I thought that was pretty common sense by now, because 2K's AI is not the best. And there's five players, and there's more components to defense than on-ball. And you know what makes me mad about people who always cry about this on-ball shit? It's the same people that want a Curry slide all game. So those motherfuckers that get in the wreck and Curry slide with their 99 overall build and every shooting badge known to man and Curry slide the entire fucking game. Curry sliding on AI at that, right? And People don't know how y'all be doing yet because people don't have PlayStation 5, but I see y'all motherfuckers, bro. I got y'all in 4K. I record every game that I play. And I see y'all motherfuckers when there was 65 overall AI and y'all got y'all god builds y'all curry slide the entire game on the ai which doesn't step up or didn't step up because somebody had that brain that idea to have ai that don't play any defense that shit don't go nowhere it sits there and looks at you while you curry slide and step back in green every single shot we see y'all bro we see y'all that shit's garbage and we see y'all so but it's y'all that always talk about that on ball shit the same people that want to take harden online and be toxic which we did on the way by the way on stream <laughs> So ain't nobody gonna diss you me because when I picked the Rockets, I told y'all what it was. We picked the Rockets one time and I was like, yep, I'm about to show I'm about to be toxic as shit with Harden. But I don't complain about the whole defense thing because somebody gets online and just five outs ISO and does nothing but dribble with Harden all game. Those are the people that want you to play on ball. So because they know they can just get past you. They don't get past you and beat you by 50 that way. 2K, I thought it was common sense. I thought it was common sense, but there's times where you should play on ball in 2k and the times where you should play off ball it's literally that simple when you're playing the houston rockets and somebody wants to iso with harden the entire game harden is probably the best one-on-one player in the nba but well okay no there's other guys that's a different conversation he's one of the best one-on-one players in the nba probably the best one-on-one player in 2k 
So somebody's going to ISO and five out with Harden the entire game. You probably want to bring help. You probably want to make him give the ball up. Otherwise, he's going to cook you no matter who you have. He is going to cook your AI. And so you probably want to help in that situation. Then there's situations where you can handle it yourself. There's situations where you see your help is appropriate, appropriately lined up and you can lock up a little bit. We do both. We do both all the time when we play. So, yeah, we use a good bit of off ball to play the other parts of defense that exist because for some reason people don't think any other part of basketball exists besides on the ball. There's, there's things going on off of it. You got to cover cuts. You can see cuts forming. You got to go take that. Uh, you could, there's a good help angle that your computer's not going to take. You can do that and enforce the issue. There's other things you can do on defense besides just ball watch. And so, yeah, but anyways, it's a, it's a video game. So I, I don't give a shit who it, I don't give a shit if somebody likes the way I play or not. As long as it's not me playing with the 2017 Warriors, then you can, then I'll, I'll hear what you have to say. Other than that, I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> um, but there, there was something else to say about 2K. I don't know if there was something. Yeah, see, that's what I was saying. I didn't really have a whole lot to say in the media section about 2K this week. Nothing has really changed. Um, somebody asked me a question, but I don't think it was really good enough to answer. Um, the KFC, if you hadn't heard, KFC is apparently coming out with a console that is going to be VR ready, Intel powered PC, capable of 4K ray tracing, 240 FPS, and see, I don't know if this part is real. The whole thing about a chicken chamber that keeps your <laughs> keeps your poultry sugar clicking good. Hey y'all, uh, y'all y'all copping that KFC console in 2021 because it is a real thing. Unless it's been debunked because I wrote this down earlier in the week. Y'all copping that KFC console? I am. <laughs> That sounds like that sounds like uh, that sounds like a good stream when that comes out. That sounds like a really good stream, and so y'all can see the capabilities and whatnot. I'll probably do a stream with it if it or if or when it ever releases. But I just thought y'all should know that that's out there. If you, hmm, I had that written down. I don't know who I had that written down for. Yeah, if you uh. <clears throat> If you're interested in that, that is a thing. Uh, the only other thing I really have for media this week was that I started, I mentioned earlier, I started watching Dragon Ball Z Kai again. Um, way back when I was doing a podcast on the other platform, I did used to talk about how, yeah, a lot of y'all weren't there. That was like, that might have even been during a part where the NBA season was on. So nobody was really watching then. Uh, yeah. So what I do is I've been, I, I was watching Dragon Ball. I said, I'm going to start from Dragon Ball and go all the way to, Su- well, GT actually. I'm going Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Super and the Dragon Ball GT. I'm watching it all in a row. So I started at Dragon Ball. I am currently in the Frieza saga of DBZ, but here's the catch. I'm doing it as DBZ Kai because anybody got time to watch two or three hundred episodes of Dragon Ball Z when I know a lot of it is just staring and fucking wind blowing, right? Now, here's the catch, though. So this is a thing that you can do because I'm doing it pretty easy. So there exists a form of DBZ Kai out there where there's the show and it has been edited to have the Faulkner score, the original Dragon Ball Z music that you grew up with. Because that was a big con- point of contention for me. I was torn, bro. I was torn when I was starting Dragon Ball Z, or as I was getting done with Dragon Ball, I was like, okay, I don't want to spend a whole nother year, which I basically have at this point, just because I've been busy, but I was like, I don't want to spend a whole nother year watching Dragon Ball Z and knowing that I'm going to be dead bored through most of it when they're not doing anything or they have all this filler. I don't want to do that. But I also can't sit through Kai's music. Maybe it's not that bad, but it's not what I grew up with. It's not going to feel like the real thing. Well, yeah, there exists a method out there for you 
to put the Falconer music over Kai. And somebody went through and did all the editing so it all makes sense. It doesn't just sound like your old music thrown over random random parts of the episode. No, it sounds like the real thing. And so I've basically been watching Dragon Ball Z Kai with the music that I grew up with. I've been getting through the series uh, very smoothly because I put the episodes on my phone. I noticed that I don't like to just sit down in front of the TV. I'm more of like a nighttime watcher or in between doing things. So I'm doing it that way. And... I don't I've heard negative things about Kai but especially for the watch through that I'm doing right now this shit is perfect man this shit is perfect because all that that BS with Goku and Frieza where they just sit and talk and you got all this useless conversation and this useless camera pans none of that bro Kai is to me like it's like Dragon Ball so again you didn't watch Dragon Ball don't lie but if you did you knew that Dragon Ball was mostly just hands they really got to the point like all the time and so Dragon Ball Z Kai is pretty much like get to the point and so it takes something from your childhood makes it more accessible because yeah I don't I don't I look one day I'm gonna I have the whole Dragon Ball Z set I have all nine seasons uh that I bought like 10 years ago one day I'm going to go back and watch that version just so I can get the full experience in case there's anything that Kai may have missed or just for comparison purposes, comparison purposes. But today is not that day. Today is not that day. I'm not going to go into detail on how the whole Kai thing happens. I'm just going to say allegedly you can do it if you Google it. It's very easy. I think there's a place on YouTube for you to find out how to do it. And uh, yeah, if you didn't know that was a thing, it is. And I recommend it to you. Uh, that's pretty much all I had for media. I didn't have a whole lot of media stuff this week, except, you know, I guess the PC part can go in the media. I guess the PC part can. So uh, it, it, what I was doing with my computer, because I actually I low key do need one of your help, one of your helps. I don't know how, how I'm trying to say it. First of all, building a PC is very easy. If you are intimidated by doing it, it <laughs> look at me. I done fucking lost almost everything talking about it's easy. Look, it's because I ran into a very specific problem, okay? The actual hardware part of building a PC is very easy. It's literally like big ass Legos. You're just putting stuff in certain places. A lot of it is ID'd so you can tell where you're putting stuff. It, that part is easy, right? What happened to me was I said, okay, I want a new motherboard and a new processor because I need something faster. Really, the processor was for the speed because you guys noticed it on my stream. Uh, for some reason, my PC just stream labs. I don't know if it became too much for my PC to deal with, but whatever happened, I had to start running it at a high priority to get it to not lag. I don't know why it happened. All year, we didn't have a problem, and then that just started, and that was the only way I could fix it. But during watch parties, that makes everything else on my computer lag. That makes the game lag when I'm watching games. I can't play PC games because you can't stream in high with a program that says high priority and then also play a game. That's how the 2K shit broke with Kratos and the sim that we were trying to do there. So what ends up happening is, okay, I go get the new motherboard. I plug everything in, the processor. All that shit was easy. But I want the SSDs from my old computer. I have two SSDs. I had a SU800 and an SU650. The SU800 popped up. It popped up fine. That is a two terabyte drive. It popped up fine. The SU650 shows up in Device Manager, but nowhere else. So it doesn't show up in File Explorer. It doesn't show up in the Device Management. I couldn't even format it on this computer if I wanted to. So I took the SU650, I plugged it into my brother's computer, and it showed up fine. All my shit was just showed up fine. I just plugged it in, and it was perfect. So that tells me, I guess... I, I don't know why an SSD would not be compatible with a certain motherboard, but that's the only thing I can think of. I tried all types of different plugs. I separated the plugs. I made sure they were individually plugged into the, the power brick. I did everything, fam. I did everything. So uh, I ended up having to 
plug the SSD into my brother's PC and putting all my important stuff on a hard drive that I'm going to have to move to new SSDs. I got new SU800s, so I'm going to have enough storage. I'm going to put pretty much everything back. But man, that one problem, because the SU650 had basically everything, all my data on it. That one fucking problem caused so many issues trying to fix it. it long story short, I basically got to a point where I had to reinstall Windows because what ended up happening is I formatted the SU650 after I got done with it because I couldn't even format it on this PC. So I formatted it thinking that it would work. Oh, whoops. It doesn't show up on my new PC, but apparently that's where my PC was booting Windows off of. Oh, shit. I no longer have Windows 10 because I plugged it in uh, to my computer and all of a sudden it brought up the screen where it was like, yeah, you don't have Windows or whatever. Or you need to install Windows. So whole time the drive isn't showing up, but somehow it's booting Windows off of there. I don't know how that happened, fam. Don't know how it happened. Uh, long story shorter, going to get Windows, I had to boot it off of a USB drive. Ended up fucking, uh, what did I, yeah, I ended up turning a drive with a lot of important shit on it into a recovery drive because the computer did not give me a warning saying that it was going to erase everything. I promise you I'm not stupid. <laughs> I promise you I'm not stupid, but when I made a recovery drive, the shit wiped everything. Now, luckily, I have a recovery program. I'm in the process of getting all that back, so I'm going to be okay. But I almost lost, like, pictures and photos from, like, 2013. You know how I say I have nothing from my childhood? Yeah, I almost lost a little bit that I did have. But I'm recovering it all. It's fine. I'm going to get all that back. But, yeah, that's kind of how I spent the last 48 hours. Um, this should not discourage you from building a PC because the only issue I had was that hard drive. Everything worked fine. Everything powered on fine. Only issue was that the SU650 with all my shit on it was, I guess, not compatible with this motherboard. Now, if you're out there and you're a tech guy, I could use your help. I could because I still have the SU650 and because it's the only way that I can basically boot Windows right now because I tried to put Windows on the other SSD and it fucked that one up. Like just a whole lot of problems, right? Only thing I need from you is to know how to get the SU650 uh, working with this new motherboard. It's an MSI Z490, I believe, and it shows up in device manager, but nowhere else. And it's booting Windows off of it. But I would like to not have a drive space in my computer taken up just so I can run Windows because that's a wasted drive. It's like 222 gigs. I would like to be able to get rid of that one or, you know, replace it and have Windows on my computer or use or just use that one. Just I'd be fine just having that one. I have more than enough space coming. So that's what I need your help with. And if you know of a reason why an SSD would not be compatible with a motherboard, like why is my SU800 fine, but the XU650 isn't, I could use help with that. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. But don't let me discourage you, man. If you wanted to get into PC gaming, everything else was easy. Seriously. I plugged up multiple fans. I Everything in there is beautiful otherwise. I didn't rage. I didn't break anything because that shit is expensive. So I know my limits. And um, yeah, got a new case, all that shit. It's fine. So if you want to get into PC gaming, I guess just make 100% sure everything works together. But I had no reason to suspect that that wasn't going to work. I don't know. DM me if you know how to fix that problem. Because I, I Googled. I went to every Reddit form. I Googled everything. I went to every video. Nothing worked. Absolutely nothing worked. Um, I guess that'll move us on into the create a highlight. And then the last part of the last podcast of the year. My very last uh, create a highlight of the year. Really, it's only like the third one. This one is going to go to the flight channel. It's literally just called flight channel, not flight, not like the not not the creator that we know flight. No, literally flight channel. Now, I did put the creator highlight as a way to highlight 
uh, creators that needed the exposure. This channel really doesn't need it, but A, I was really busy this week, as you can see. Like I said, that computer problem took up like the last 48 hours of my life because that's my business, and so I kind of needed to get that working, and I, I'm still working on it. I have to like reinstall everything now, so that's why there won't be any streams. But anyways, yeah, that was the one that came to mind. Uh, Flight Channel basically recreates not they're not all tragedies but they're for if so if you ever cared about flying you ever cared about piloting or anything they do like full recreations and flight simulators of problems that happened with planes in the past so like real situations not all of it is tragedies where the plane actually crashed but there's times where like a plane's engine went out while they were flying or some shit and they safely landed the plane some of them are success stories some of them aren't but the videos take probably a crazy amount of effort so that's kind of what i also look for in this creator highlights it's a very good channel the quality is crazy and it kind of it low-key got me interested i would never be a pilot fuck that but it, it kind of got me interested in uh in piloting and airplanes and whatnot and i'm not sure what simulator he uses to remake the situations but it's really cool sometimes there's like audio from the cockpit uh, of whatever situation was actually happening and um, I would say I would say more of the videos I've seen are actually success stories where everybody gets to live. But it's just it's just really fascinating. Maybe you don't want to watch it if you fly a lot, because low key, I don't know how I'm going to handle the next time I get on a plane after watching that channel. Um, but, yeah, they're beautiful videos, very informative videos. And it's just one of the things, you know, it's OK to be curious about uh, other things in life. I don't have any aspirations of ever being a pilot. I don't even like planes, but I'm curious about them and I'm curious about piloting. So. If you've ever been, if that sounds interesting to you, the Flight Channel makes very quality videos. They don't need any more views, but the effort on those videos should be applauded. And so that's my creator highlight. And the last question, look, again, uh, pretty much all the questions this week were things about the NBA season I was going to cover anyways. A lot of it I did cover. A lot of it I have covered already. Uh, there weren't there weren't a lot of questions. I only took one specifically because of where we are. And JP at, JPJ, sorry asked new year's resolutions yes because this is where we are man we have allegedly made it to the end of 2020 <laughs> i'm on tape saying this imagine i don't make it to the end and i'm on tape saying this let me not curse it um <laughs> why do i do that bro that's so fucking weird and dark why do i do that to uh yeah new year's resolutions no, i don't do new year's resolutions i haven't since i was a kid honestly because new year's is is a hype time you're fresh off the holidays and you feel good and you make all types of you say this is gonna be my year and all that i don't i choose not to participate in it because that energy from the holidays this is like the time where we're supposed to feel the best that energy disappears it just does and the years become more or less like every other year now that's just my thing right that's why i don't do it because that energy that it takes to have a new year's resolution it normally just disappears uh, what i do do though is i might choose like one new thing that i want to get into and do that so it's not necessarily a resolution like last year i took to writing down every single day one thing that i was thankful for just something simple like that right nothing like because if i do something a new year's resolution that's going to be life-changing or something like fam i just know who i am right i just know who i am i know by the time the holidays are over that energy and magic is just not there anymore so i don't make those because then it's just like uh it's just like every other year right so i took to doing that this year and i actually i did i did it every single day well kind of yeah i did i did i forgot some days but for the most part i uh was able to write that down i'm on like day 360 something now and so if i uh ever disappear my phone is left you know that that is there you can see what i was thankful for every single day of this year it's sitting there but only i'm ever gonna see it until yeah until such a thing happens um yeah i do small stuff like that um even this like especially this year i'm not even gonna lie to you this holidays was not my best 
I spent the entire month of December with my leg wrapped up like a fucking tortilla because uh, the ankle injury and my my calf was suffering because of it. My calf had it felt like I did a thousand calf races once I started walking again. It was really bad. And so I didn't really even get to go places this year. Even if I wanted to go places, it wasn't a good idea. Like normally I go to the mall every holiday season. I do a bunch of shit, right? Just kind of sightsee. Didn't get to do any of that. Didn't get to see a lot of family this year for Christmas. The game sucked. Like I'm not going to lie to you. I'm thankful that I was here. I'm thankful to be moving on to another year because a lot of people didn't get that privilege. So, you know, I keep my gratitude up. Absolutely. But I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a grown ass man. I don't have to lie. The magic of this holiday season is not there. It's probably not there for a lot of people. And it wasn't there for me this year. So, yeah, uh, whatever you're, you're I'm not trying to discourage anybody from their resolutions. I just know who I am. And maybe I'll choose something small that I want to get into. Maybe like, a, you know, a certain interest or something like that and try to work that through the beginning of the year. But as far as like, uh, I'm going to change this. I don't really need one of those either. I don't really need one of those. So most people's resolution is like the gym, right? The gym is already, a, I guess that would be like a big thing for a lot of people. And I already, that's already like a part of my life. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, over these next few days, I'll probably pick like one thing to get into. Like it was gratitude this year. Who knows what it'll be next year. And that'll be it. But um, yeah, I'm interested to hear if y'all have resolutions or if any of y'all have ever successfully followed up on a resolution. Because you always see that on Twitter every now and then, right? You see it pop up on Twitter like 365 days ago. I said this was going to be the last time. And it was like, shit, you see that? I'm like, how'd you do that? How'd you keep that magic the entire year? How were you in April with the same re- resilience that you had on New Year's Eve when you were when you, when you were feeling that holiday magic? How'd you do it? I don't know. It's <laughs> not my thing, man. Um, I just, like, for me, everything is just consistency. So I th- I'm moving on now into the fifth year of YouTube, basically. And now I've added Twitch. Like, really, I say that I don't do resolutions. But when you look this year, this was, it was a really, I'm not going to lie. This is my toughest year at being on this platform. But also, I got this podcast here now where I want it. I've got uh, the, the Twitch. We went from probably like nine or 10,000 followers to 40K. So the Twitch thing went amazing this year. That And I started that on January 1st. So maybe I'm lying here because January 1st was my first was the biggest stream I had had. We did a I did a, a sim. I think it was my Magic Johnson sim. I can't remember which one we did. But on January 1st, I did it. And back then we 300 people was by far the most people we'd ever had in the stream and then we got a we got up to as high at the height of quarantine i think we had got up to 3000 so obviously that we couldn't sustain that because that was when everyone was out of work i knew that wasn't going to sustain but it, it was still an amazing thing um and yeah i i made twitch very viable this year and we well, shit we did because obviously if nobody comes through and it's not but uh that wasn't really a resolution it was just something i hopped on and so who knows maybe i'll try to find something to just hop on on the first day of january and then be able to look back at the end of 2021 and be like yeah i chose to do that and that happened yeah twitch was not a resolution i just i just did it mikey sponsor my podcast please i'm done here we're about an hour and 20 minutes in it is 1 p.m so i gotta get this thing cracking on red circle fuck me i didn't say that this podcast is on spotify and itunes at the beginning uh so that means i'm gonna have to add it on the video there oof and i'm currently recovering all of my videos from that drive that i wiped trying to get windows which is normally what i use for gameplay so i don't know what i'm going to use for gameplay this week well i got things to figure out y'all back to pc hell for me the link is in the comment section description please keep rating the show as high as humanly possible on apple Podcasts. support has been amazing and uh this has been the first one of the nba season and we're gonna keep going i'm not saying expect a second one this week but if something crazy happens or if a lot of crazy thing happens there might be 
This has been episode six. Hit the like button, comment, and sub if you enjoyed. Share it to help the podcast grow. Rate it, like I said. And hit the bell next to my name if you want notifications every time a new video drops on this channel. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers. And 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection Bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.